One of the concepts you hear about a lot is having a bucket list of different places you want to travel. And while we know about the concept, not everyone really takes the time to figure out what their bucket list is and how they're going to travel to all the destinations they want to go to because travel is certainly not free. So that's why in this episode, we're going to talk about how do we build out a travel bucket list and get to the point where you can check all these things off one at a time. So our guest who joins us today is a lifelong traveler who loves to explore and experience diverse cultures and destinations. He travels both for work and for pleasure and has traveled extensively around North America and Europe. Our guest who joins us is none other than Michael Ferguson. Michael, welcome to the show. Thanks, Mark. How are you doing? I am doing great on this fine day, and I'm happy to have you on Dish the Job, and however you guys choose to listen to us today, whether you're exercising or driving or anything else, thank you guys for choosing Dish the Job so much. We always love to see you guys around, and Michael, I do feel like with the travel bucket list, I think it's really great to say, I want to go here, I want to go here, uh, but can you walk us through how do we go ahead and create a travel bucket list? Because I feel like people understand the concept, but they don't know how to approach it. Yeah, well, I've kind of learned how to travel over a number of years. Um, and I think the most important thing I've learned is to figure out really what kind of traveler you are. In fact, um, that started me on a journey of sort of self-discovery of what kind of traveler I am. And one thing I realized is I happen to have a little bit of a more introvert personality. So when I go traveling, I don't like encountering lots of crowds, noise, excitement. I'd rather go to a place where, you know, I can maybe encounter some local people, learn a little bit more about what they do and how they do it. And um, also, of course, see some beautiful uh, sights along the way, but do it sort of more on my own terms rather than, say, with a large, you know, group of people where you're kind of carted around from place to place. So what I did is I wrote a book called Leave Me Alone, I'm on Vacation to kind of summarize that philosophy. And um, one thing I, to kind of get into the bucket list is, you know, you should really figure out whether you're more of an extroverted traveler who likes to go out and party all the time, or whether you would like to just go and kind of take things at your own pace and not get kind of sensory overload from being around too many people. So that, I think, is the first important step to figure out what kind of traveler you are. And then the next thing to do, I think, is to really start just doing some general research. Um, go out and read travel blogs. Um, I have one, but there's also lots of other wonderful ones as well. And just sort of get a sense of what kind of places would offer the type of activities that you like. I mean... Um, some people really like to get out into the wilderness. So like our national park system is a good place to look for that. Um, cities have a lot of interesting cultural type of uh, destinations. In fact, one really cool tool I learned about recently is by Google, which offers these uh, virtual experiences. It's called, I believe, Google Art and Culture. And if you look it up, you can do all these wonderful virtual tours of different museums. So if you like Museums, this is a way you can go to, and I mean world-famous museums like the British Museum and the Louvre and the Pergamon Museum in Berlin and the Guggenheim, and um, look around kind of virtually and see, hey, which of these 
would I really like to visit when I have the um, resource to actually travel physically? So that's one, uh, that, you know, that's step number two is to do some research. And um, a third thing, I guess, is to really look into kind of um, what places really suit your interests. So um, what I've been doing um, actually for several years now is I've been using Google Earth to help realize my travel bucket list. And the way I do that is I simply, um, I, for those of you who aren't familiar with Google Earth, it's basically this huge platform of satellite imagery where you can select various layers of things. So there's a whole layer for things like, you know, roads, but also sites like museums, restaurants, uh, places of interest. And you select those um, layers that you're interested in. So like you can select the museum layer if you're into museums or parks layer if you're interested in parks. And then, you know, based on where you think you might be going, because sometimes sometimes you're driven by the destination by something else. Like if you're on a business trip is a, a good example. And let's say you are going to Chicago. Maybe you've never been to Chicago before. One thing you can do in advance is you can use Google Earth to zoom in and just look around and see, well, of things that I like to do. Like I like to do museums. So what museums are in Chicago? Oh, here we go. Here's the Field Museum. Let's go, go ahead and put a little um, yellow. They have these little yellow um, pins that you can put on Google Earth. And what you can do is basically build up a whole list that's tagged geographically of all the places you would like to see. And if you know of a place um, that you might be going to in the future, you can fill up that location in that region with a whole bunch of pins. Now, since I plan to travel everywhere and because I want to use it as a resource to help other people, I've been putting pins all over creation. So I've got probably two or 3,000 pins all over the place. And so whenever I find out I'm going to be somewhere, I, I go to that first and then I zoom and say, okay, what places have I, you know, not been to yet and have identified as, you know, promising and interesting to visit. And then I use that um, set of pins to decide, you know, and start planning my itinerary. And um, so that's actually the next step, I think, is after you've kind of decided uh, what kind of traveler you are and where you might be going and what kind of um, features are there that you might be interested in. The next thing to do is to maybe just even put together, you know, one or two sample itineraries of what would be the perfect day for you in, well, we'll use the example of Chicago, and then put, you know, four or five things in over a couple of days and, and just say, you know, these are the top things I would really like to see the next time I'm in Chicago. And um, the best thing about this is you can do this pretty much any time from the comfort of your own home. And um, so that in a nutshell, I think, is how I would approach uh, starting to create your bucket list. And I love how you mentioned that like Google's a game changer with those tools because they make it easier for you to see the location before you actually are physically there. And uh, that can streamline the process when you are at that location. And it's good to say, I want to go here. I want to go here and have that list now. So you have an idea of what you want to do in your lifetime. Now with a bucket list, people could be like, you know, you hear about like a hundred things I want on my bucket list or 50 things. And you could even turn that into like 50 to a hundred destinations. The big reason not everyone fulfills that bucket list though, is because travel isn't free. It's, you know, it's cost money to planes and hotels. So 
what advice do you have for people who are thinking that way, like being able to save money on travel and still hit those bucket lists? Well, again, I think it has to do with uh, realizing kind of what travel you can do on what resources you've got or whatever your budget is or the time uh, constraints. And um, I think this ties in well to your, your ditch the dot job theme because, you know, initially when you're, you're working full time, you really don't have a lot of free time. I mean, the, Amer the average American worker nowadays only gets as little as two to three weeks of vacation per year, which isn't a lot to play with. And, people, and uh, you have to make compromises uh, if you're raising a family because there's only certain weeks you maybe can travel because of that. And there may be some financial constraints. Um, one thing, a staycation. Uh, a lot of people have no idea all of the interesting things there are to see within their own hometown mm -hmm. or, or city. So one thing to do, first of all, if you don't think you're going to be getting away uh, anytime soon, is to just use those same tools and look around your own town or city. Like I live in Colorado Springs, and I still discover new things that I hadn't thought of before whenever I go back and research my own hometown. So um, I, I would suggest, first of all, starting locally. And then maybe um, another consideration is um, cities or, or destinations that are within the um, uh, realm of a day trip. Because, you know, when, when you get in your car, you can probably go typically about 100 miles away. And so that broadens things. So from Colorado Springs, to use my example, then you could also look at Denver, which is a larger city with quite a bit, few things to do. And also, in my case, an hour will get you out west into the mountains, and there's lots and lots of hiking trails that Colorado has, to use my example, that are very interesting, and then um, kind of go from there. And then, um, and again, the next thing is, um, when you do know that, say, your work or, or whatever is sending you to a specific location is to also explore that and say, okay, I've got maybe four or five hours of downtime when I could explore and then start creating a little bucket list and say, okay, if, if I can actually get those three or four hours of downtime, here are the things I would like to see in that city that I'm visiting. And I'd like to have you have a staycation for people because I know ditch the job. The nature of that is you want to save money. You want to invest it. You want to build it up into assets. So maybe you have this travel list and you're like, I can't do this. I can't do that right now. But come five years, 10 years, you stick the course, you're able to do a lot more travel. And the staycation definitely gives you things to do in the meantime. And even then, like even when people have this a job, they have their streams of income, I feel like people are still money conscious. So uh, do you have any suggestions for ways we can save money on like a plane or a hotel uh, when we are thinking of traveling to that dimension, because I know you've done, you know, trips around North America and Europe and uh, there's definitely a few plane rides back and forth. Yeah, I can sort of offer a couple little tips on that. Uh, let's start with hotels. I think the most important thing is when you travel, try to be consistent with what chain you choose and become a member because, and whether it's something like Marriott or Hilton, I believe, I believe, belong to both. It, it really does end up uh, providing some fairly reasonable lodging because if you keep on traveling, well, and especially if you're a business traveler, definitely 
get into one of those frequent traveler programs with the hotels because what you can do then is earn points and get to the point where you can have a very, very inexpensive or even a free stay at a hotel for a number of days. In fact, um, I was traveling so extensively with Marriott um, like 10 years ago that I ended up with like a whole week that I was able to spend in, it turns out, the Chicago area where my extended family was, and I didn't have to even pay for a hotel. So I would say that's the number one tip for um, budget hotels. Another uh, way you can save on travel is um, there are some uh, special programs that I'm in that are part of network marketing companies that um, I also use that can actually even do better than your uh, travelocities. Uh, and um, for those who are interested, you can just uh, private message me and I can share some more information about those. Um, but for, for most cases, uh, things like Travelocity work pretty well in finding your best uh, lodging options. Now to move on to um, airfare, airfare is a little bit tricky because the prices vary so much. Um, and I think the biggest thing about airfare is, um, is to basically get on lists where they will send you notifications on discounts. And there are some websites that will do that. Um, Debbie Archangels has this great podcast about uh, nomadic travelers. And um, she shared a really cool tip um, not too long ago on these things called error fares. Error is in mistake. And what will happen is um, sometimes airlines will make a mistake and they'll post some stupid cheap fare like, uh, I don't know, $50 to Hawaii or something like that. And um, what you can do is you basically you just go online, you book it. The thing you do not do under any circumstances is call the airline and ask about the fare. Because guess what they're going to say? They're going to say, oh, that's an error. That's a mistake. We didn't mean to charge, you know, $50. It was $500, you know? So um, the, the only thing that's tricky about error fares is you have to jump on them immediately. And that means um, you would have to have some more time flexibility than a lot of people have. Mm -hmm. Although once you are able to get that time flexibility, uh, my understanding, I haven't done this yet, but it, my understanding is it's a wonderful way to just sort of be spontaneous and let the airfare uh, drive kind of where you decide to go by saving a significant amount of money on airfare and then just crafting the rest of your vacation about, around whatever you find, you know, if you discover that magical uh, $50 airfare to Hawaii. So that's um, probably the coolest tip that I've heard on airfares recently. And then other than that, um, you know, basically it's about, you know, not only shopping around with uh, the Travelocity and uh, other websites, but also sometimes you want to look on the um, airlines themselves because sometimes they will post discounts. But um, again, it can be a little bit hit or miss. Uh, the, airline, the airline prices do not make any kind of logical sense. Uh, there are theories about, you know, sometimes it's better to uh, look on like Tuesdays because that's when they redo their fares. I, I don't know if that actually works or not, but um, there's, there's lots of opinions out there about how to get the best airfare. But I think the main thing is to just get on uh, some notification boards. Uh, and uh, when you see an airfare that looks really reasonable, 
uh, just jump on it if you can. And I didn't know about that with the airfare and just uh, sticking to a hotel chain and looking. I mean, sometimes you save very little. Sometimes you save a lot. But the one thing for sure is if you're conscious about this type of stuff, the savings really add up over time. And uh, for people creating a travel bucket list, I mean, you want to travel all the different places you want to go. And that's great. Get all the experiences in, but be smart with how you're going to plan it all out and how much money you can save along the journey. I know Michael has his book, which uh, will be in the show notes and goes more into that type of stuff. But in addition to your book, where else can we follow your working journey? Well, let's see. I think the best place to reach me is at, is at my website, which is travelyourwaytoday.com. And um, Mark, in the show notes, I'll go ahead and put a, way that, put a link in where people can get a free copy of my um, online electronic version of my book. So um, you can just go ahead and get it and uh, see see what you think. We'll have all those links in the show notes. Everyone check them out below. There'll be links on me, schedule strategy call, et cetera, for anyone interested in that type of stuff as well. But Michael, thank you so much for joining us on Ditch the Job. It was a pleasure to have you here today. It was wonderful, Mark. Thank you as well.